Happy Tuesday. My name is Alan. And my name is Nick. And welcome into, into the, the dungeon. This week we find ourselves in Shrew's bedroom at the Stonehill Inn as the sun starts to shine delicately through the gaps in the shutters, gently warming Shrew's face on this cold winter's morning. We see this ball of red curly hair, tangled and mixed with the sheets, slowly stirring after the first good night's rest in quite a few days now. It's been about six days, six, seven days since Shrew had last seen a comfy bed. And that's where we're going to pick up with Shrew waking up having the previous night arranged with Don John Raskin to escort him to the Mountain Toes Mine. Oh, well, that's quite the comfy bed. I sure miss the comfort and warm embrace of the beds here in, in the Stonehill Inn. Hmm. I walk up to the shutters and push them open, let the rays of sun bathe my face a bit more, soak in the nice warmth, and after a while you get dressed because I was doing all this naked. I, <laughs> I, I tend to sleep naked. And get dressed, you know, get washed up a bit. And make my way down to see if I see Don John Rascal. Raskin. Ratskin. Raskin. Raskin. Don John Raskin. And my friends, Fena and Fabian. So yeah, you make your way downstairs. And sure enough, there's Don John sat at the table. You see him sort of wave at you. Oh, top of the morning to you, Shrew. Oh, hey, hey there, John. Uh, nice to see you. I mean, Don, sorry. Oh, morning. I trust you had a good sleep. Yes, yes, the best sleep I've had in a week. Anyway, uh, let's have a quick breakfast and, and let's get going. Time is of the essence here. Hmm, yeah, indeed. I like your enthusiasm. Hmm. After a few few minutes or so, you see Fabian and, and Fenner sort of dragging themselves down the stairs. Well, come on, sleepyheads. We don't have all morning. We need to get on with this. Oh, 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 Miss a good bed. Ooh, morning, Shrew. Um, Don, was it? Oh, yeah. Glad to see you up and well. Yeah. You should get some grub before we head on over to the, the, the mountain. And, you know, you guys have your breakfast. Don John's telling you about all these amazing stories. He's quite the character. He's talking to you about... How he's been a gold prospector, a miner, he's traded in furs, he's been a privateer. He's even telling you stories about when he's been whaling off the Sword Coast. Whaling? He seems a character larger than life. Whaling, you say? Oh, yeah. Hmm, I don't know how I feel about that. It's unfortunate, those poor whales. Well, what about that poor pig? What poor pig? (laughs) Oh, that sausage you're eating. No, no, this, you know... This comes like this, and neatly packaged in a in a little edible sausage. This, this is not a pig. This is a mere sausage. But actually, going out there in he's, in to sea and he's in and, denial. And you know, and hunting those poor majestic beasts. That no, that's no good. You sort of see Don look to 
towards Fabian and raise an eyebrow. And Fabian sort of like shrugs his shoulders. Like, yeah, you know, he's recalling this similar conversation with with Falcon. Well, anyway, um, the sooner we get going, the sooner we can get back. And I can get my business back to normal. Yes, yes. Let's go. I'm full up and ready to rumble. And true shrubberies along with their, their new friend, Don John, start making their way towards the mountain's toe gold mine. The journey, there's, you know, nothing out of the ordinary. You welcome the the warmth of today's sun slowly warming your face even though the actual air is quite cold. You're now ascending up this mountain path, making your way slowly up this snow-capped mountain, part of the Sword Mountains range. You carry on for another few miles. You're now you know, by your best estimation you've been travelling for about three and a half four hours now. And you hear in the distance these almost blood-curling screams. Your eyes turn towards the the side of the mountain and you see this beyond this ridge the familiar looking sight of the dragon swooping down and then unleashing its breath and you can see it rush up into the sky and from its claws you see this almost humanoid looking body plummeting towards the ground and with that you see him flap its wings and fly away as you feel a cold shiver coming down your spine the air suddenly got so much colder give me a perception check we're starting strong this week. Natural 20. Ooh, nice. Yeah. I thought that was an ironic... <laughs> <laughs> this time we're going good. So yes, yeah, you're looking towards this carnage that you've just seen now. You know, you, you've heard these screams. You've seen the dragon unleashing its breath at something. You've seen this body falling from high above the sky. You do catch a glimpse of a humanoid shape running towards the tree line. It appears to be some sort of survivor here. Towards us? No, towards the, the trees and the mountains. So this is happening a couple of miles in front of you. All right, so there's no way I can get to them, no way I can call not, out to them. Not quickly. It'll take you just under an hour to get to where they are. And if I shout, they wouldn't hear us. You can try. Okay, I turn around and say, uh, Don, Don, did you did you just see that? Well, ain't that something? Well, it, it surely is, but are those your miners? Well, I hope not. Friend! I try and shout to get attention. You, over there, running towards the tree line. We can see you. We are here to help. Run towards us. We've got supplies. We can help you. And you're hearing your voice sort of echo through through this mountain. But that that shape has disappeared into the, into the tree line. We pick up the speed and we start running. Okay, as you're doing so, you feel again this cold shiver down your spine. Having you know, shouted at the top of your lungs, this silhouette suddenly blocks the sunlight from you. As you look up, you see this enormous beast circling you now from above. I wasn't talking to you. Piss off. Oh, sure, I wouldn't. Uh, uh, uh. You guys are running now at this point, yeah? Yeah, and we are now slightly diverting towards, <laughs> do I see any trees or any any cover? There's the odd couple of trees and uh, from where you are at the moment. Um, not too much cover at this point. The the tree line that you've seen is quite a distance away. We're going to try and run to whatever cover there is. As we are running, I want to make a quick glance, a quick scan to see if I see any caves or any... I mean, that's probably a bad idea, but... <laughs> <laughs> anything I might see that would protect us somewhat if this beast decides to feast on us. So yeah, you guys are running and keeping a lookout, but nothing seems to pop out at you that 
would offer significant protection at this point. Keeping an eye up on the sky, the dragon just seems to be circling, having a look at what's going on. And then you just see him sort of gain more and more height and disappear beyond the peak of the mountain that you're currently ascending. What? Am I not good enough for you? I am shrew of shoes, shrubberies, I'll have you know. And we are coming to get you. Even the dragon disrespects us. Probably a good thing right now. Mm, you might be right. I'm a, I'm a bit on edge. Sorry. Sorry. Let's let's carry on. And uh, oh, You're as bold as your moustache. <laughs> you're right. I'm, I'm a bit... I'm being a bit too rash, I'd say. Um, I'm just nervous. Uh, I'm a bit on edge. Let's, let's carry on running and see if we find our friend there. Let's see if we can help them. Continuing your run along the mountain path, a low ridge rises now to your right, beyond which you see the sword mountain scraping against the sky. But now you're closer. You can see that across the rocky ground, some 90 feet ahead now, is the aftermath of the events that you've just witnessed. But what have we got here? You see Don John Raskin pointing towards a number of bodies strewn across the floor, some 90 feet ahead of you. Hold on, let me let me check them quickly. Let's see if they have a pulse. Do I see at this point, are they humans, are they orcs? Yeah, you're getting close enough now. You can see that they are orcs. Orcs or half orcs with a shaggy hair? Orc orcs. You can see that there's six orcs, one of which appears to be, you know, like completely exploded all over the place, <laughs> which you can ascertain is the, the one that probably was dropped from up high. Mm. Give me a give me a medicine check. Total of 12. So as you're looking at these bodies, you can tell that what killed them was extreme cold. Which comes as no surprise, having seen this ice dragon unleashing this terror on them. But it also notice that they they seem to be carrying significant wounds as well, so that they'd been in battle. They don't look like this was the first fight that they've had in, in the last few days. They seem to have wounds from another fray, from another battle. Perhaps they got them uh, when they confronted your miners. Well, I hope my miners are in better shape than they are. So do I. Do I see the entrance to the mine at this point? Am I close by to where I saw the the other humanoid run into the woods? Yeah, from here you can see the trees that they run into. And I'd say from where you are now, you're only a couple of miles away from the mine. You're sort of looking up towards the the mountains. It's not in your direct line of sight, but you know you're only about half an hour away at this point. Okay. I turn to my party and say, wait here for me. Check any clues these orcs may have. Check for any loot they may have. And find a, a safe spot. Maybe hide in the woods for a bit as well. I've got my stone of sending. You can let me know a bit later on where you found safety. And just hold tight. I'll be back in a second. I want to try and track this humanoid that fled. Are you sure it's a good idea to go alone? It's okay. I'm, uh, I'll turn into my wild shape. I'll be turning into a wolf. And if things get hairy, I'll go slowly. And if things take a turn for the worse, I'll, I'll be back as quick as I, I as I leave. No, don't worry. Anything, I'll contact you. Just stay put. Give me 20 minutes. And I'll turn into a dire wolf. As a wolf, as a dire wolf, I get advantage on perception checks that rely on my hearing and smell. So I want to get like the scent of these creatures. You know, smell the ox as foul as they are, and use that information to try and track this other orc. 
and keep again my ears, my keen ears open to see if I hear any rustling through those woods. Okay, so having picked up the scent of these foul orcs as you've described them, you do pick up a scent that leads into the tree line. Sorry, are you doing this stealthily or are you doing this? Are you running? Running all over the place? No, for now I'm doing it stealthily. Okay, you know what that means. Time to do a blind roll. Okay. So moving quite quietly through the woods and following the scent of this orc, you do pick up a trail of where it ran off into, which you follow carefully. You see that it moves towards this cliff face of the Sword Mountains. You see this small opening in the distance through the trees. Looks like a small cave. And outside you see these two wooden stakes with what appears to be a large rat's head on each one of them. How far are we talking? How far is this? It's about 40 feet away from here. Oh, pretty close. Yeah, sort of like the trees are sort of hugging this cliff face. And then just as it, as the trees break, you see this small opening and the, the cave entrance, just about 40 feet away from here. And he's gone in. Best you can determine from your your wolf senses, that's the way he went. Oh, so I haven't seen him gone in, but I can kind of track that he's been through there. Yeah. Am I picking more orcish scents coming from from that direction or just this one that I picked up? Well, I'm going to ask you to roll for perception then. That's a total of 21. So yeah, the, the smell of orc is more concentrated. I mean, I don't think you'd be able to know how many are there, but certainly the scents that you're picking up is stronger than what you've been following in the, the woods. You also pick up that scent of rotting flesh which seems to be coming from those two stakes. And this is all away from the the mines, right? It's not the it's not the mine entrance, it's a cave. Yeah, this is not the mine entrance. Okay. There's no path leading it. Hmm. Okay. Damn it, I don't want to drop my phone. I'm gonna go back to my friends. When I get there, I don't wanna drop my phone, so I kind of like I did in the tombs where I signal with my paw or whatever, or my nose or whatever. Like a, like a pointer dog. Yeah, like a pointer dog. I kind of nuzzle up to Fabian and Finn and, and then like gently tug them with my mouth towards the direction and just saw the cave. Oh, good boy, good boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think she was trying to tell us to, to follow him. <laughs> I'm never quite sure if he understands what we're saying. <laughs> well, if you can hear us through, um... We didn't really find anything of, of great value, but these orcs seem to have been bitten and scratched. Some had what looked like sword wounds and dagger wounds. Oh yes, and there was one that had these weird, almost tufts of fur <coughs> growing in <coughs> patches. <coughs> oh, I think he wants us to follow him. <coughs> um, he seems to be quite agitated. <coughs> so you guys sort of trundle your way through the, the woods. You sort of excitedly, you know, like your, your tail's wagging and you're trying to get their attention and sort of rounding them up and keeping them together. When we set off and they follow me, I want to approach the cave stealthily again. So the whole party, you want to to get there stealthily? Yeah, when we approach it. You guys quietly make your way to the small clearing before the opening in the woods. Oh, I think that's what he wanted us to see. What on earth are those things on the the stakes? Are those... They look like giant rats. Well, I'll be damned. And I carry on walking towards the cave, stealthily, well, quietly, trying to hug the trees, you know, trying to hide behind rocks. 
Try I, to be stealthy. Are you doing this alone, or have you signals to the rest of the guys to follow you? I've signals. So yeah, you make your way to the opening of this cave. The smell of the rotting flesh on these heads is quite strong now. You're literally right up on it. And you see that to the side of the the entrance appears to be some fresh mounds that appear to have been like where the earth has been disturbed and then sort of filled in again. Almost like little makeshift graves. And from inside the cave you can hear three voices speaking in what sounds to you to be orcish. So at this distance... I've heard three voices. Am I smelling three three individuals or still I wouldn't be able to pick up the difference at this range from one to another? I'd say that you can hear those, those three distinct voices. I'm not entirely sure how uh, wolf scents work, but I mean from your wolf ears, you can certainly hear three distinct voices. Okay, I drop my, my wolf form, my dire wolf form. Quietly, I tell these guys, let's go in. Are you sure we should go in? Yes. That sounds like orcs to me. Yes, but let's not attack them. I want to try and talk to them. Keep your weapons sheathed. And I slowly step forwards into the cave with my hands. I'm holding my shield, but my staff is behind my back and my hands are up as I walk in. And as I'm walking in, I'm saying, which in orcish means friends, and I learned that in the dictionary. Shunk! And as you're saying this, walking into this cave, bearing in mind you you can't see in the dark, you're walking into this small opening, and you see that the cave sort of is quite narrow at this point, and then it sort of winds round. You can hear your voice echoing down into what appears to be a larger chamber deeper within, and suddenly the voices that you were hearing go very quiet. And even then I say, which means peace, friends, peace. And I carry on walking. I mean, if it's very dark at this point, I would take a torch out, you know. Are the rest of your party following you, or are you doing this alone? Yeah, they're following me, but like I told them, weapons away. Mm. I can't help but feel we're walking to a trap. Perhaps, but you saw what the dragon did to six orcs in a fell swoop. Imagine what it could do to three of us. We can't leave any stone unturned. We need all the help we can get. With a common enemy, we may find an ally. Shuntarok. Rokotar. Shuntarok. Roktar. You keep following this path through the the cave. And you see this opening with three orcs stood there, looking quite bewildered. Their great axes in hand. They look rather worse for wear. I put my hands up again, like, further away from me, indicating that I mean no harm. Shuntarok, and then I say, Krokuto, which means common. Krokuto, Krokuto, Shuntarok, Krokuto. So you see a female orc alongside two male orcs, and as I said, they've got their their battle axes at hand. They look rather worse for wear. You've called out saying, "Peace, friends, and common." I believe. Yeah, I want to signal to my party to kind of lower their weapons, put them on the floor. And I do so with my shield. I lay it on the floor slowly and then stand up with both my hands above my head and keep on repeating friends, common and peace. And this time I want to add Fandor, Fandor, which means help, Fandor. And I'm gesticulating as if to say, we can help you, Fandor. 
What brings you round here? <laughs> At least we coming a bit broken, broken call. <laughs> oh, that sounded posh. Oh, you speak my language. Oh, that's good. Just a little. Okay, I was running out of words there. That's good. We come in peace, as I was saying. Uh, I saw what happened to your friends out there, the dragon. Hmm. Most unfortunate. But that's not all that's around these parts. What f- what assistance can you bring us? And what? why would you want to help us, orcs? What troubles you? Well, the dragon for a start, and then those damned rat folk kicked us out of our new home in the in the mines and between the dwarves and the miners and the rats. I've been trying to take it back for the last few days now. Are the miners okay? Well, I don't particularly know, and I don't care. Have you fought against them directly? Well, s- some did fall in battle, as did many of our orcs. And a couple of those rat folk, they were quite pesky to kill. We can kill the rat folk for you. We'll take the remaining miners back with us to Fundling. Whoa, 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 hold on a minute. I came here to ensure the safe operation of this mine. Yes, well, things change. That wasn't our agreement, Shrew. No, but things, as I say, change, and... I will not surrender this mine. Listen to me a second, please. This mine will not be safe as long as the dragon is making its rounds. You see what this dragon just did on the doorstep of of this mine. Do you want to be coming down from a a prospect one of these days and find that the dragon is eating you up? What good is a mine to you with a dragon? We'll get this mine operational, but give me time. I'll give you my word. Don't worry. Calm down. And I turn my attention back to the orcs. Okay, roll a persuasion. That's a total of ten. (laughs) You see... Don John sort of stomp off back towards the cave entrance. He's not looking particularly happy at this point. He's gone out? Yeah. Okay. He's sort of gone off in a huff. Okay, I let him go off. And I talk to the orcs. Sorry, excuse my acquaintance there. As I was saying, we can clear out the rat folk for you. Why would you want to do that? Well, causing you trouble, right? I said we are friends. We come in peace and we can help. And we are here to do just that. But it doesn't end here. Where is your homeland? Why are you taking residence in these forsaken mines? Well, we came from Icespire Hold. But, well, you've seen this new landlord. Well, I will take you back to Icespire Hold. <laughs> we you? Are, yes. Looks are deceiving. And we are here in this area to kill this dragon, to kill this menace. Return you guys back to your old home and everyone can live... In harmony again. No need to be nomads running around and trying to look a new place to live. No need to live under the yoke of those half-orcs that are only in this for their gains. What do you know of the half-orcs? I've had my fair encounter with them. And they are evil. They mean no good to anyone. Not you, not us. None of us. They don't care if the dragon is running riot and destroying everything. All they want to do is gain ground and... Conquer the orcs, conquer the humans, take Fandling, take Ice by a hold. They want everything for themselves. And they're using you guys to do the dirty work. We have a common enemy, and that's the dragon. And we are going to get rid of it. I give you my word. We could band together. We could form an alliance and defeat this menace once and for all. I'll show you I'm serious by killing the ratifolk for you. You have my word. Can I count on yours? What exactly is it you're asking of us, though? Leave the mines. Leave the prospectors. Dig the gold. You can come with us. 
How many of you are left? Well, here in this mine, there's just three of us, but I'm not sure why you'd want to help us. Again, I told you we have a common enemy. If we band together, we can... A common enemy, but the prospect of taking Fandolin for ourselves. What would you do with Fandolin? I want you living in peace in in the hold up the mountain. Do you not want your old home back? It's a squalid ruin. And what do you think Fandolin is? Fandolin... It leaves a lot to be desired. It's an important trade route. We can plunder and pillage the rounds round there. You won't last long living that lifestyle. Neverwinter is up north. They would send a, an army. Well, seeing from those plumes of smoke we saw a few days ago, I imagine their attention is turned closer to their city walls. You have a second opportunity here to regain back your lands, to start a new... We could open a trade route, from Fandling up to Ice by Hold. There could be a new era, a new era of prosperity for orcs, humans, everyone alike. It will take time, but it can be done. It's better than living in war and bloodshed day after day, pillaging, being reckless. There's no need for that. But the, our threat right now, none of this can happen with a dragon. And as I said before, we intend to kill the dragon. With your help, it'll be much easier of course. And not to mention if you can convince your other friends, your other kind, to abandon the half-orcs, it will give them less strength. Do you have a leader amongst you? Well, the tribes were split up. We'll have to run for the hills. Quite literally. Hmm. I guess I'm probably the closest thing to a leader here at the moment, but... Hmm. Do you have children? You, you bring us the head of that bitch. What bitch? Hmm. Rat bitch. Bring us our head and perhaps we can have a proper discussion. Do these rats speak common? Um, I believe so, yes, they speak common. Have you tried to work out your differences? Perhaps you all want the same thing? I don't think so. What are they after? Why are they fighting you? Well, they've taken the mine for themselves. I guess they just want a new place for them to call home. Similar to what you are doing? I would guess so. Perhaps they too have been displaced by the dragon? No, there was no rat folk up in the mountain. The dragon has a long stretch of influence. Perhaps whatever they... They weren't interested in speaking with us. They came and ambushed us and we had to leave. And the dwarves were still in the mines and... So many of us have gone already. Okay. But bring us her head. And perhaps we can have a, as I said, a proper conversation. Okay, stay here. I'll be back in a while. Don't worry. Don't let those rats fool you. How many of them are there? Look at the size of us compared to you, and they put up quite a fight. How many numbers? It's hard to tell. They seem to... One minute they're half rat, half human. The next minute there's a swarm of rats everywhere. Hmm. Do you like sausages? What? Do you like sausages? Uh, Yes, sausages are good. Here, have some. You seem worse for wear. Have something in your tummy. It'll make you better. Hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. I didn't catch your name. My name is Shrew, Elkijo, Mas brother, the savior of Fandling, the leader of Shrew's shrubberies, and the one that is to bring unity between orcs and humans. You have my word. Well, my name is Shella. Shella, nice name. This is Kul and Mudgub. Cool dude, very nice. <laughs> I hope your weapons are of a good caliber, because those damn rats seem hard to hit. Do you want to come with us? <laughs> I think we could do with a rest. You told me you would bring me her head, so... We'll be back. Stay here. I turn around, grab my shield, and leave. I walk outside, 
Do I see Don John? Yeah, you see Don John leaning against a tree, sort of flicking his knife up and down. He looks quite annoyed. You seem to be quite the character. Bit of a hothead. Marching out of rooms like that and all. Well, this is my mine. I'm not giving it up to no goddamn orcs. Don't worry, don't worry. We've we've made a deal with them. My bosses back never went won't be happy if they hear this. It's okay. It's okay. We've made a deal. They will leave once we clear out the minds of the rat folk. There's only three of them anyway. Oh, three? There? Who knows how many more there are? Well... In my experience, you can't trust an orc. Fair enough, but these are testing times, these are trying times, and we need all the help we can get. You're here to secure your minds. I'm here to defeat a dragon. Trust me. And they will leave. You will have your mind. Oh, so you're double bluffing then? What do you mean? Well, you promised them the mind went right in front of my eyes. No, no, we were leading conversations. The conversation has ended now, and we've agreed that I am to clear the rat folk, and they are to leave the mine. I'm sorry, but I don't follow. What, What's in for them, then? Well, we are going to kill the dragon and return them to their original home, the ice by a hold. Hmm. I'm just proving that we mean business. After I clear the mine, there will be further talks, and we'll get to the bottom of this. We'll, we'll reach an... Uh, Agreeable solution that's good for you, them, and everyone involved. Well, I'm in no position to negotiate any release for that mine, so... This will only end one way. How so? That mine will be under my control. Oh, you better believe it. Am I saying anything different than you are? Am I insinuating that the orcs will keep the mine? Well, you're talking about a deal that works for everybody. I'm here to ensure that the deal works for the prospectors back in Neverwinter. And I'm here to ensure that we all remain alive. That we deal with the problem that is the dragon. Because the prospectors in Neverwinter will not have a mine as long as this dragon is alive. Again, you saw what it did just at the footstep of this mine. That could be you tomorrow. That could be your miners tomorrow. Coming down from the mine after a hard day's work. Trying to rest in Toblumzin. I've had enough. And I've said enough. Now... If you'd like to join the fight against this rat people, probably help your miners too, because they're probably trapped in there, you're welcome to join. If not, you can head on down, keep your money, and look for someone else, because I'm not interested. And I start walking towards the mine. Tefavia and Fenner start following you, as does a rather irate Don John Raskin. Well, if you think I'm going to miss out, the good old powwow, you've got another thing coming, Shrew. Well, I hope your punch is as strong as your temper. Well, I haven't survived all those whaling expeditions and traders' outposts and mines for nothing. A couple of those rats don't scare me. Good to hear. Your help will surely be needed. Now let's go. You're now finding yourself winding up the mountain path. You can see where the, the trail itself now ends. You can see that hidden among some bushes, a tunnel burrows into the foot of a soaring snow-capped mountain and above the mouth of that tunnel is a wooden plank with the words mountain's toe carved into it in common here we are the mountain's toe shall we walk in are you guys ready i guess as ready as we'll ever be there seems to be some more mounds over there i noticed some of those mounds outside the other cave as well seems to be almost like well they remind me of graves perhaps they have buried their dead where they where they fell or perhaps there are mounds left by the rat people. Try to carefully. True, what's the plan? Are we just barging in? No, no, let's be quiet. Let's walk in slowly, quietly. Let's see what's 
we find? Uh, we don't know what's in there. I mean, Don John, do you know the layout of the mines? Well, actually, I don't. I don't have a map of these mines. You've never been inside? No, I'm supposed to be the new. Hmm, I see. New overseer. Well, I imagine you have experience in mines. That I do? Well, maybe you can lead us in, and I'm sure you'll you'll be familiar with the layout. A mine is kind of a mine, after all. So you're doing this stealthily, yeah? Yeah, we're uh, walking in slowly and quietly. From where we are right now and as we're going in, does the mine seem lit or is it completely dark? It's completely dark from what you're seeing at the moment. Bearing in mind that all you're seeing is the, the opening of this mine, which sort of, you see it going down into the, what do you imagine is the tunnel network that's there. Okay, so then I would tell Fenna, Fenna, perhaps you should lead... We can't see anything here. Oh, I guess I probably do have the best eyesight. I guess I'm going to ask you to to roll me a stealth check, and then I will roll for your companions. This is blind, so you will not know to narrate. And because of my boots, I roll with advantage, right? For the walking element, you're going in blind. Okay, I'm going to roll for Fen and Fabian. What's your marching order in this? Because I know now that Fen has taken the lead. She's replaced Don John at the front. That's right, Fenna. The lead, I'm directly behind her, followed by Don John, and at the rear guard, Fabian. So with Fenna at the front, she's leading you down this small, narrow corridor, which is a good eight feet high. You can see that braced at regular intervals are these woolen pilasters and beams. After a short descent, you see that the tunnel's opening up into a roundish-looking room. And sort of breaking through the silence, you hear a... Halt! Who goes there? <laughs> what? Oh, what has the cat dragged in? It is I, Shrew. Oh, Shrew. Who is this speaking? You see these red eyes in the dark. Obviously, you haven't got dark vision. <laughs> this is in pitch black at the moment. I can imagine. You're seeing two sets of eyes looking towards you. What is your name? Are you friend or are you foe? <laughs> well, that depends who you are. I said, I am Shrew. And who is Shrew? I want to go. I'm Shrew from Shrew's Shrubberies. El Gijomas brother. Savior of Fandling. Hmm. I think we should bring you to Zeline. Zeline? <laughs> Who's Zeline? She's our pack leader. And why do you want to bring me to her? Exactly. Well, you're intruders in our mind. No, no. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. We're just, you know... Having a look. Not intruding. No, by no means. Well then, perhaps you should leave. Well, perhaps we should. But I'm intrigued by this, Celine. <laughs> Would you lead me to her? You'll have to leave your weapons here. That's a nice looking sword you've got there. You don't touch that? Do you take us for fools? Well, you're the one that's have walked into our den. <laughs> Are there any more humans? Dwarves? Miners? <laughs> yes, there's... The foolish dwarves have locked themselves up in the deep in the depths. They'll starve to death at this rate. Have you come for the dwarves? I've come for the miners. Are those the miners, the dwarves? Feel free to join them. <laughs> Would you point me in their direction, please? Well, like I said, you either turn around and go home, or you leave your weapons and come and speak with Zeline. And where should I leave my weapons? We'll take good care of them. No, no. That would not do. I cannot trust you with my weapons. What say you... We join you to see Celine. 
Remember, we keep our weapons right next to us. <laughs> I assure you we would not use them unless we are forced to. Roll a persuasion check with disadvantage. That's an 18 and a 7. So 7 plus 0, 7 total persuasion. <laughs> I see we're at a bit of an impasse here. You're oh, just... here. Um, take me to my miners. And you see Don John offering up his knife and sling. He's not going to take you to your miners. He's going to take you to their leader. Oh, we'll see from there what happens. We need... What are you going to do without weapons, <laughs> Don John? Think about what you're doing. We have reached an impasse, it would seem. We won't be turning around, and if we are to go to see your leader, we would do so with weapons. It's one or the other. Now you decide what happens next. I come in peace, and I come willing to speak, but your decision is what is going to seal your fate. Hmm. Have it your way, then. You hear this pitter-patter of scurrying feet. You start seeing more of these red beady eyes. As you're looking around in this pitch-black cavernous room that you've just walked into. You're now seeing several of these eyes, some small and low on the ground, some almost as if they're hanging from the ceilings, and some of them morphing in the dim light that you can see. Oh, sure. Um, there's quite a few of these now. Get to behind me, Fenna. Uh, well, you don't want to give up your weapons, but uh, we will escort you with ours. <laughs> Come, we'll take you to Celine. Let me light a torch. I can't see shit in here. <laughs> Keep a close eye on that one with the moustache. Light a torch. I fumble through my backpack, take a torch out, light it. So as your torch comes to life, you're seeing the these creatures now in front of you for the first time. This large humanoid-shaped body with the head of a giant rat, its red beady eyes, and these claws. You're looking around and you see like swarms of rats and another couple of these creatures behind you and to the sides. They've all got swords, short swords ready. They look like they're going to start escorting you now towards their leader. You see four of these creatures, in addition to the rats that you're seeing hanging off the ceiling and scurrying around the place. You're being escorted now towards this mysterious Zelene. They lead you through this set of double doors, marching your way through a another narrow corridor. And you arrive at this, again, this oaken door, having walked through several of these braces, keeping the mine up. They open this this door and you see through your torchlight that's scattered around this room. There's pickaxes, shovels, various mine tools. You see a couple of giant rats as well in this room. And sat on a chair over a table, you see this half rat sat there looking down at you. Ah, oh, what have you brought me? Uh, fresh meat or new recruits? Bring them, bring them here. And I think that's a great place to end tonight's episode <sighs> on that cliffhanger. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. What does this rat want? Recruits, she says. Hmm. Interesting. What are these half rats? Are they druids like you? They don't or seem are they to something be. something else? They don't seem to be. We shall have to wait until next week to find out. Unfortunately so. <laughs> I hate to have to leave you on a cliffhanger, but I kind of love it as well. It's what it is. It's what it is. Keep us wanting more. Yeah, I can see that you definitely want more. I can see you bouncing and nervously shifting when you're on the edge of your seat there. Yeah, yeah. Stepping into an unknown mine. You know, I knew what was going to come. I knew there were rat folk in here. But I'm not quite sure how I'm going to navigate this. So, a bit on edge. 
You've got a week to plan it out. <laughs> <laughs> There's not much I can do right now. Fight a room full of rap people or apparently join their, their ranks. <laughs> so we'll see. Will Shrew become Shrew Rat? Mm-hmm. We'll see. So yeah, if you want to hear more about tonight's episode on our uh, little reflection, don't forget to head on over to our Buy Me A Coffee page, which is buymeacoffee.com slash i2td. It's the number two. And as always, don't forget to check out our website, www.i2td.com, which has all the links to all our good stuff. Remember the reflection episode in Into the Studio at Buy Me A Coffee will air tomorrow, same time as this episode aired today. So you'd need to become a member there, either Amagus or Archmagus. And if you join, you'll be able to listen to the reflection of this episode. And in the future, you'll be getting more perks. Your membership will surely help us grow as a podcast and as a brand, which is ultimately what we want to do. So thank you very much for that. But if you cannot join any other memberships and you still want to help, please leave a review, a comment, a like in any of the podcast players that you listen to us. Whatever you can do, please do and help us grow. And that note, don't forget to visit our Buy Me A Coffee shop. We've got a special item shop there being manned by our mascot. And there in exchange for your one-off donations, you can become a part of our story and directly influence the adventure itself. You can do that by buying some rather amazing items that you can donate to Shrew and his shrubberies, or you can donate a potion. And today we've got a special ad swap with our new friends in the UK. Roll Britannia, a British D&D podcast with the adventure of the high seas. Ooh, interesting. We're going to roll their ad now. Oh, there, sailor. Yes, I'm talking to you. Do you yearn for high seas adventure and piratical mayhem at the roll of a D20? Yes, 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 I'll just toss you your shirt. Very sassy. (laughs) No, I drink beer and I fart in my sleep. (laughs) Now that I've got your attention with sex... (laughs) Welcome to my pub, the wizard's sleeve. (laughs) (laughs) It's still a cow, then we're gonna get a bag. Do you know how big a cow is? (laughs) Don't put gold in your ass. Uh, that's um, not the catchphrase we were looking for. It is one that we often use at the <laughs> group, enough though. about where you keep your secret stuff. It's not right. in my anus. Stop it. Then <laughs> sign your name in blood. I mean, join the rovers on your crew on their adventures every Wednesday, wherever you find podcasts. There you have it. Their ad. Make sure to check them out. We'll leave the links below in the description of this episode uh, seems like quite a fun adventure they have in there so make sure to check them out yeah for sure and that now brings us to the end of the episode club the last one standing that's right we give you the password you insert it in a certain comment and that way we know the people that are listening to the very end of the episode the true warriors the Gijo Mas Brothers so without further ado what's a password today Nick Dirty rat. Dirty rat. Like that Celine. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. And hope to catch you next time as we delve into into the dungeon. dungeon.